Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, lolly, Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Collican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Max? I'm good. You're on good? <laughs> uh, not worn out by a, a short week with uh, Grand Final Eve public holiday? Mm. Yeah. Bit rested, bit relaxed, only a four-day school week? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anything exciting happening this week for you? Uh, on Thursday we had Forty Colours Day, mm-hmm. and we went over to St Mary's to have a sports day. Oh yep, and, yeah, <laughs> bit of a us versus them sort of thing. Yep, yep. And uh, dare I ask who you went for in the grand final, or is that a silly question? Jolong. Jolong. <laughs> Well, we best get this show on the road. This is our final Pink Up Colac uh, edition of the show. Um, We'll talk more about the pink things very shortly, but first up, let's check out what's in the Yum Box. Okie dokie. So, opening up the Universal Yum Box, we're still in Colombia at the moment. What have we got in there this week? We've got a milk chocolate nougat bar mm-hmm. and coconut cream chocolate wafer. Oh, so we're very chocolatey this week. Colombian uh-huh. chocolate. Mmm, okie dokie. Which one are we going to look at first? Uh, maybe the... The nougat bar? Okay, (laughs) so the cacao plant, um, which is best known for producing cocoa, has been (laughs) cultivated in Colombia for over 5,000 years. So locals have had lots of time to perfect their chocolate. In fact, 95% of Colombian chocolate is considered fine by the International Cocoa Organization. Uh, Fine means it's much better than ordinary (laughs) <laughs> uh, so keep that in mind if you feel the urge to compare this Colombian to any other chocolate bar out there. Um, in particular, Americans have a bar called the Three Musketeer Bar. Uh, we have the Milky Way. So it's probably the, the closest comparison um, that you're going to be able to make. Both bars are filled with a fluffy nougat, but there is a very fine chocolatey line between what this milk chocolate nougat bar is going to taste like compared to maybe the Three Musketeers bar, which I don't think we've had on the show before. I uh, don't think so. Yeah, but we definitely have had the uh, 
the Milky Way and stuff like that. We we, yeah. we know what that tastes <laughs> like. So that's the closest we're going to be able to compare. So this is the uh, Bianchi. We had the white chocolate cookie cream clusters last week. This is the Nougat Bar. Okie dokie. So it looks similar to a, uh, a Milky Way, except what do we notice about the inside? It's like brownie. Mmm. Almost fudge-like. Yeah. Outside is very smooth, kind of that dairy chocolate. Mm-hmm. What do you notice as you're munching down on the the chocolatey nougat centre? Very chewy. Extremely chewy. It doesn't just look like fudge. It's actually got the consistency as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the, the cocoa-y taste of the, the chocolate? That's good. Quite intense. Mm-hmm. It's a lot... There's a stronger cocoa taste... Mm-hmm. to what we would have here in Australia. Yep. You can really taste the cocoa, actually. Yeah. It's not a dark chocolate taste, but it's kind of that level up from just your regular milk chocolate. Yeah. So then what are you calling? Thumbs up, thumbs down? I'm going to go two thumbs up. Mm. As I say, it's very chocolatey. So if you're a fan of uh, cocoa in general, this has got, yeah, that... It's not a dusty cocoa taste, but it's very... It's not even a rich chocolate Mm. taste. It's just got this extra chocolatey chocolateness. Yeah. That's definitely not a real word, but uh, that's (laughs) the best description I can come up with. Uh, Let's move on then to the second one, the Maxacoco. Yep. The coconut cream chocolate wafer. So I wouldn't have actually thought Colombians would have something like this. Coconuts are native to Southeast Asia and India, but apparently, Colombia's Choco region is still one of the world's best places to uh, to get your coconut fix. Uh-huh. Spanish settlers brought the Asian coconut to Pacific South America, and then Portuguese settlers brought the Indian strain to the Caribbean. And since you know the border of Colombia is uh, between both, they are flush with both types of coconuts. So. There's a blend almost of uh, different types of coconuts in this crisp, light, chocolatey wafer. Mm-hmm. And uh, packaging-wise, what do we got there? It looks like a big wafer mm-hmm. with the Max Coco logo on the front. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of that lattice um, design on the outside. It, it's almost a... Um, a rectangular prism, like it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping there's more than one in there because otherwise that's going to be a big lump of chocolate biscuit. Oh, yep, there's two. There's two, thank <laughs> goodness for that. <laughs> but they're still pretty long, unless, of course, they're uh, divided in the middle, perhaps, or very flaky. Okay. Ah, oh, they come in little pieces. Right, it's a packet of wafers, thank goodness for that. Uh, I think that's or is just it broken. broken. Dang! Here I was thinking that because they're super long. If that's the case, they're like yeah. twenty centimeters long. That's a lot of wafer. Uh-huh. Okay, we've got what two, three layers of wafer. About four. About four, maybe. Yeah. And then that chocolatey layer on the inside, uh-huh. and mixed in with coconut. So it's coconut cream chocolate wafer. So uh-huh. it's a very light brown wafer. Uh huh. And I'm assuming that the coconut creams, the white stuff on the inside. Yeah. Have a nibble. Let me know what you think. It's definitely got that wafer crunch by the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's it tasting? 
That tastes weird. <laughs> that was certainly not what I was expecting. Yeah. It's definitely coconutty. Mm-hmm. Mmm. It's almost like eating desiccated coconut. Uh-huh. It's not even a, a, a creamy taste. The wafer breaks up all around the coconut cream, and it just tastes like you're chomping on coconut. Plain uh-huh. and simple. Yeah. Oh, man, and then it hits the back of your throat. I'm not sure how I take that. I don't really like it. And you're normally a coconut fan. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going to do like one thumb. <laughs> That's been very generous. I was giving you half if that. It's very dry. Mm. Very, very dry. For a wafer that's got two or three layers of cream, it's hard to distinguish. That's very... that It dries your mouth out as well. It's mm-hmm. like eating a dry ice cream cone mm. that's filled with chocolate coconut, if that was a thing. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of that. But uh, of the two, I would definitely recommend the, the chompy, chewy... Um, Nougat bar from Bianchi. That was nice. Yep. But uh, yeah, not not so much a fan of the the wafer. Yeah. Hmm. Okie dokie then. Well, let's take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. We'll uh, be back next week with some more Colombian treats from the Yum Box. And stick around, because coming up after the break, we're going to have a look at this week's pink topic. What will it be? I mean, if you're listening back to the podcast, you can tell because it's in the title, but (laughs) stick around. You'll find out right after this. It is time on Afternoon Delight to take a look at this week's topic. It is our final in the Pink Up Colac range of products that we've been looking at throughout the month. Uh-huh. And I'll admit I was hunting down something that I don't think exists anymore. And yeah. that makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> Originally, I'd been looking at uh, featuring Pink Lemonade, which was a childhood favourite. But uh, what have we gone for instead? Because we, we couldn't find any. We've done Creaming Soda. Creaming Soda, which again has a pink tinge to it. Yeah. We'll talk more about who, what, why, where, and when uh, as we explore its history. So um, I call it creamy soda. Is that what you call it? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> what else do you call it? Like creaming soda, creamy soda, Yep. pink drink. <laughs> mm, yeah. Apparently the official terminology is cream soda. Oh. There's no ing and there's no e at the end. It's a very sweet, soft drink, generally vanilla-flavoured, uh, or some might give it maybe an ice cream flavour. And the earliest recipe that is documented was written by E. M. Sheldon and published in the Michigan Farmer in 1852. The recipe calls for water, cream of tartar, Epsom salt, sugar, egg and milk to be mixed then heated and mixed when cool with water and a teaspoon of baking soda to make an effervescent drink. So basically the cream of tartar and the um, baking soda reacts to give you the bubbles. Mm. 
basically they've created a cordial that fizzes. <laughs> it was suggested as a temperance drink. Uh, you probably not know what a temperance <laughs> drink is. No. <laughs> it was a drink to be consumed against alcoholic beverages. So this was um, almost a protest drink. So don't drink alcohol, drink this instead. Mm-hmm. And in compliance with the recently introduced main law, it was preferable to another drink that was referred to as um, uh, the Uncle Bacchus drink. I don't know much about that. Mm-hmm. I'll admit that. Um, uh, Alexander Howell of New Jersey was granted a payment for cream soda water in 1865. It was made with sodium bicarbonate again, which is going to give you the fizz, water, sugar, egg white, wheat flour, and any of the usual flavouring materials, um, such as lemon, extract of vanilla, pineapple, whichever suits your taste. That was the patent. (laughs) Before drinking, the cream soda was mixed with water and an acid of some description, and by acid I don't mean, you know, burn your face off and (laughs) melt your features, Uh, tartaric acid or citric acid, something like that, to give it a bit of bite and... Um, bubble. In Canada, James William Black was granted the US patent in 1885 and also the Canadian patent in 1886 for his ice cream soda. His drink contained whipped egg whites, sugar, lime juice, lemon, citric acid, and bicarb. It was a concentrated syrup that could then be reconstituted into an effervescent beverage by adding ice water mm-hmm. so the um kind of the, the cream soda shops and the ice cream sundae shops popped up and would sell the syrup and people would go and get themselves a soda pop d- <laughs> down at the what we would classify as a milk bar i guess yeah and people would sit around and drink their cream sodas <laughs> um, around the world there are various variations of cream soda In the US, it's often a vanilla-flavoured drink, and it's either a light golden brown, but there are other varieties like red, pink, orange, and blue as well. Um, In some places, especially in cafes, it consists of soda water, vanilla syrup, and then a half-half mix with cream to give it the cream soda flavour. Lots of different brands in America make it, uh, probably... Dr. Pepper and A.W. are two of the big ones that I'm aware of. There is another version referred to as Italian cream soda, but it's a U.S. drink, despite the fact it's called Italian. It's basically called that because um, Italian cream soda is a mix of carbonated water, vanilla syrup, and the half-and-half cream mix that Americans normally had, but um, it's just a form of Italian soda, which is a soft drink made um, originally in Italy. Uh (laughs) In Canada, their creamy soda is mostly pink, uh, except for Quebec and Newfoundland, where it's clear, see-through, like lemonade. Uh Um, There are some other brands that make colourless versions, like um, Fanta has a brand in Canada that is clear, and it's often quite foamy when it's poured out. Um, It's very, very bubbly. In Australia, we've got two very different flavoured creamy sodas. So the creamy soda, 
the one that I refer to all the time with the Y at the end, or brown cream soda, uh, has a vanilla flavouring, whereas cream-ing soda, as you were saying before, is generally pink with a berry kind of flavour, a fruit flavour to it. Mm-hmm. And so um, probably the most popular varieties of pink creams, cream-ing soda are uh, produced by Kirk's, Bundaberg and Bickford's. There's also a golden circle version that is vanilla and fruit flavoured, but it's yellow, so <laughs> it's completely out of left field. But uh, in Australia, Kirk's, um, Tarax, Riverport, Saxby and Schweppes all pro, um, have their own varieties of creamy soda, and um, Schweppes have a red version as part of its traditionals um, range as well. So all the traditional lemonade flavours that they have, their cream e soda is red, just to confuse you. Um, here in Australia, we traditionally call it creaming soda as opposed to cream soda because of just the branding, basically. Around the rest of the world, it's known as cream soda. But uh, b- to distinguish between the vanilla flavour or the berry fruit flavour, that's why it's cream e if it's brown and has vanilla flavour, or cream ing if it's berry flavour and it's pink. <laughs> New Zealand has its own creaming soda flavour. Um, it's bright yellow and it's produced by Foxton Fizz. In Europe, they have various um, tastes available and different brandings. Probably Asia is the other um, kind of area that has the most varieties of creaming soda. Uh, they have the ice cream float made with melon-flavoured soda and a scoop of vanilla ice cream, and that's a green-coloured creaming soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Thailand, Hales Trading has a blue-branded one, and they also have a rose-flavoured cordial, which is similar but not quite the same. And in some Arabian countries, the company Canada Dry, who are a brand of soft drinks owned by Dr. Pepper, also have a creamy soda flavour. But uh, that's that's the basic history of and a few bits and pieces of creaming soda. Do you know any fun facts and figures or are you normally a creamy soda person? Uh, yeah. Yeah? It, it's a, a, fa- a fond family favourite uh, in our household. Mm-hmm. We didn't really do the whole Pepsi or Coke thing. We often went for the other flavours like creamy soda or, in my case, pink lemonade was my go-to as a kid. <laughs> it um, just fascinated me, I think, <laughs> because um, of all the other um, lemonades out there, it was light pink and it had that strawberry taste to it. Yeah. There's no other soft drink that has a strawberry flavouring. They're good to make um, spiders with. Brilliant, because it's already got that vanilla-y yeah. Yeah, taste to it. So if you've got any uh, fond memories of creaming or creamy soda, feel free to jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, post it up there. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to go head-to-head right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Oh, an afternoon delight. It is time for us to go head-to-head-to-head. To head to head. 
with uh, some different types of creaming soda or different brands. See if indeed these different pink flavours... Uh, that's the sound we like. Uh, going to uh, come through. So we've got Kirk's, Cedar, and then Pepsi Max also has a, a flavour of creaming soda. All of these are, because they are the pink creaming soda, they're going to have that kind of either a berry or a fruit flavour, as opposed to the brown creamy soda, which is my childhood. <laughs> And uh, has always been, yeah, as I say, fan favourite in the in the Graham household. So we've gone with Kirk's first, which is probably the most recognisable when it comes to pink creaming soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we got fact-wise on the, the bottle? It is the uh, Kirk's original. They've been bottling since 1865. You can hear that... Uh, <laughs> fizz and bubble there. Max has got it up against the mic. So, uh, what do you think of when you're looking at creamy soda, Max? Well, What's I, your go-to? The the colour. The colour, yeah. yeah. I yeah. I the lingering flavour for me. There's something about creamy soda that, and there's a special name for it. And I can't think what it is off the top of my head, but the flavour that kind of sticks inside your mouth and stays there creamy soda just seems to do it for longer (laughs) fanta's not too bad it does a similar sort of thing kind of coats your mouth with uh the flavor a lot of other soft drinks because they're carbonated they kind of bubble and fizz in your mouth and then the flavor disappears quite quickly whereas creamy soda and creaming soda um just seem to linger longer yeah. <laughs> uh, so, have a bit of a sip of your Kirk's there. What's your thoughts as you have a sip on that? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to drink lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably very sugary. What's our breakdown do we have? So, per 100 mil, you're looking at 10 grams of sugar. That, that's quite a bit. <laughs> as with any soft drink, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, comparing to some of these other ones, we, we'll uh, find out which is probably the healthiest of the sugary carbonated drinks. But yeah, Kirk's is probably a good starting point. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we going for next? Uh, Pepsi Max creaming soda. Mm-hmm. So while you're uh, pouring that out, the Kirk's one has definitely got um, that flavour thing that I'm talking about, that it yeah coats your mouth. This, even though I know it we said that the creaming has more of berry flavour. Um, this has very much got kind of a, a vanilla overtone. It's Australian made, though, by Kirk's. Mm-hmm. Now, the Pepsi Max has a pink lid on it, I think, to distinguish it from being just your regular Pepsi. There's no pink tinging to the actual brown liquid that you're pouring out. <laughs> But uh, I'm assuming it's going to taste mainly like Pepsi and have a bit of a creamy soda taste to it. Mm-hmm. But they've definitely gone with their pink branding. What's your flavour like there? It's like um, vanilla <laughs> Now, of course, because this is Pepsi Mac, it's actually zero grams of sugar per 100 mils because Pepsi Max is a sugar-free drink. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean it's any better for you, but uh, sugar-wise, it's definitely got less. 
Can you taste the, the creaming soda in the Pepsi Max, though? You can taste, like, the vanilla-y. It's got a, yeah, it's got a bit of a vanilla-y twang. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely got whatever Pepsi tastes like as the main flavour, <laughs> though. <laughs> mm. uh, between the two, what are you head-to-head there? The original Original one. Kirk's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then. Lucky last, cedar creaming soda. So this is more a red colour, I would have called, than uh, pink. Yeah. Bottle-wise. And cedar is spelled C-E-D-A. It's still got the pink kind of logo to it. Oh, actually, as you pour it out, it's looking a little more pink. And it's definitely got the foam and fizz about it. The bad thing about fizzy drinks is um, when you're pouring them out, you have to wait for the fizz to go down. (laughs) To know how much you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And as we said earlier, creaming soda, just because of its consistency and the way that it's made and its flavouring, it's extra fizzy for some reason. It's probably mm. one of, I wonder what this would be like with the Mentos fountain, actually. Oh, yeah. Because the air bubbles lock on to the porous nature of the Mentos. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Future video. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, cedar creaming soda down the hatch. Let me know what you're thinking. It looks like bright pinkish red. Yeah, it's a very... It looks red in the bottle... And yet we've got white cups here, and so it does show it up a bit that it's, um, yeah, it's the darkest shade of pink you can possibly get. It's almost, yeah, red. (laughs) Magenta, maybe. Um, Sugar-wise, per 100ml, this is, oh, wow, it's 0.1 grams more sugar than the Kirk's. Uh, It's made in Australia from at least 99% Australian ingredients, whereas the Kirk's one is 100%. Australian. Taste-wise, any difference? It tastes different, but... Oh, yeah, this is very much a fruity flavour. Yeah. It's quite sharp and bubbly. Yeah. Not got a sting to it as such, but, yeah, it's very fruity. Uh-huh. Compared to the vanilla-y taste of the Kirk's, this must be the one that um, <laughs> they were talking about when they said that pink lemonade... Uh, pink, sorry... Creamy soda is often fruit or berry based. Yeah. The flavour doesn't stick in your mouth. No, not as much as the vanilla one. But compared to the Pepsi Max and the Kirk's? I'm going to go the Kirk's and the Pepsi Max and the. the, um, Cedar one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm actually in agreement this week. Top three, same deal. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's very much the um, uh, like it's it's different, but it's it doesn't really taste like creamy soda to me, to be honest. Mm. Because it's got that berry flavour, it tastes more perhaps like a um, what other berry flavoured <laughs> soft drinks are there? It's even kind of got a Fanta taste to it almost. Yeah, yeah, just the red. raspberry Fanta. Raspberry Fanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let us know what you think. If you've tried those different types of creaming sodas, um, what's your thoughts? Yes, no, maybe? And uh, we'll pop a poll up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page for you to uh, jump on board. For now, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to share our sweetest tune. (laughs) 
Time now on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune and the final of our uh, Teach Max about pink songs. (laughs) (laughs) So this one, uh, again, is by the artist Pink, funnily enough, and it comes from her sixth studio album. Sixth is such a hard word to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, The album was called The Truth About Love. It was released in 2012. This particular song was written by Pink, Greg Kirsten, and also uh, kind of co-written and co-stars Lily Allen, who is an English singer-songwriter who happens to share my birthday. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, So Lily also sings on this particular song with Pink. It was released as the second single after another song called Are We All We Are. It made it to um, Radio 1 on July 23rd. And chart-wise, made it to number five here in Australia. In Canada, it was in the top 20. Didn't do so well in the UK. Billboard Hot 100 made it to number 53. Uh, On the singles charts, though, it made it all the way to number 16. So um, the idea behind this one was in uh, 2012, Pink tweeted. She was in the studio working on a new album and released a video saying that her first single was going to be called Blow Me One Last Kiss. But uh, that didn't happen. Instead, it turned out to be this particular tune. This is True Love. And that was Pink with True Love on Afternoon Delight. A little bit of a jaunty piano uh, mm-hmm. jingle there in the background. Yeah. Are you, have you been converted to uh, liking Pink songs yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Let's see if we can convert you further. We've got... Um, now, we couldn't get, as we said, Pink Lemonade, uh, mm-hmm. but we, we came the next closest thing. What did you manage to find on the shelf, Max? It is strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade, which is very close. And it's a cordial. So uh, it's strawberry lemonade flavoured cordial. Yeah. Now, uh, who who makes this? Uh, Golden Circle. Golden Circle. So they were the ones that um, made the similar sort of um, yellow cream soda. It's got the taste of real fruit juice, it tells us. Um, I can see strawberries, a little bit of lemon, some apple in there. So perhaps it's uh, it's going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. So what's our quantities for uh, piecing this together? It is one part cordial and four parts water. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, I'll let you uh, pop that all into uh, the cup. You might want to take a bit of water <laughs> out of the bottle first. No problem. <laughs> okay, so Max has poured out about a quarter of a bottle of water here and then he's topping it up with uh, the cordial in the bottle of water. We'll give it a bit of a shimmy shake. We'll definitely be hydrated uh, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, plenty enough. Now, it's a very light-tinged um, pink. The, mm-hmm. bo- the bottle itself, because it's a concentrate, is kind of grapefruit pink. Uh-huh. Which is something I I was going to try and do on the show, but I've um, uh, kind of shied away from because I'm not a huge grapefruit fan either. I'm <laughs> such a chicken. 
Um, but per 100 mils, we're looking at about 7 grams of sugar here. Um, it's very clear and see-through, the actual um, coil once it's made up. But uh, have a bit of a swig of that. Let me know what you think of the strawberry lemonade flavoured cordial. That's good. That is really nice. <laughs> I was looking at how um, light coloured it was, and I thought it was actually going to be very watery tasting, but mm. it packs a punch. Uh-huh. It's kind of got a chubba chub strawberry flavour. Yeah. I guess is the best description. Um, it's not sugary sweet or syrupy. But because uh, strawberry is a hard flavour to make in liquid form, strawberry juice is awful, <laughs> um, and it also it takes a lot of strawberries. It's mainly pulp, so f- strawberry flavour is often very chemically created. Uh-huh. But um, that that's kind of nailed it, I think. They've, they've balanced off the sweetness of the strawberry with a sugar content that's going to. Be uh, quite tasty. Uh-huh. Uh, what are you thinking of that one? That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to share a recipe with you here on Afternoon Delight, so stick around. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about Something up with me. Righty ho, Max, it's time to share a recipe. This one's a little bit fancy for uh, afternoon delight. We used to uh-huh. <laughs> kind of the uh, sweet treats of the sugary variety, but this is yeah. all highfalutin. What are we making this week? Pink Italian creaming soda. Hmm. Well, cream soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yes, the rest of the world would call it cream soda. What do we need? Yeah. 200 grams of fresh or frozen raspberries, quarter of a cup of raw sugar, teaspoon of vanilla extract, quarter of a teaspoon of bicarb soda, 300 ml chilled sparkling water, two tablespoons of pouring cream and whipped cream, fairy floss and fresh raspberries to serve. (laughs) Yeah, when was the last time you drank something with fairy floss as, in a, <laughs> as a garnish? Okay, how do we make this thing? Place ra- raspberries, sugar and vanilla in a small, heavy-bottomed saucepan. Heat on medium, low and bring to a gentle boil. Remove from heat. Add bar- bicarb soda and mix well. Allow to cool slightly, strain into a glass jar and refrigerate until ready to use. To serve, divide raspberry cordial equally between two 400ml capacity hurricane glasses or whatever glass you want. Yeah, this hurricane <laughs> glasses sounds super fancy. Yeah. About three tablespoons of cordial per glass. Top each glass with chilled sparkling water until two-thirds full. Spoon a tablespoon of cream into each glass. 
Top with whipped cream, very flush and raspberries, then serve immediately. Super fancy. And it, it sounds very uh, decadent. <laughs> so this would be, um, yeah, I don't know, served at a high tea perhaps. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those serve immediately. It's going to take a while to put it together, <laughs> but it looks fancy schmance. Yeah. Real good stuff. <laughs> so we'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go yourself at home. And we'll be back after this break to open the Ginder Surprise. It's time to open up the Kinder Surprise. Max, you've gone with uh, another pink <laughs> tinged Kinder Surprise. Uh-huh. Excellent. Teaming mm-hmm. with the theme. They make to be... these Kinder Surprises hard to unwrap now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the foil is off. The chocolate is shattered. The capsule is difficult to open. <laughs> Remembering this is meant to be for small children to be able to open easily, and they're making it so difficult. Okay, it's popped open inside. We've got... Oh, I don't know what these are. Okay, <laughs> we've got some orange plasticky bits there. Kind of cat-like, maybe. Oh, there's stickers as well. you got the full kit and caboodle. <laughs> okay, so there is a long-wrapped piece of cardboard with some lines on it. I think I know what this is. I think this is called a lenticular picture. So, looking at the um, the cardboard piece, the picture on the inside is cut up into tiny, tiny, tiny little um, uh, strands. <laughs> so, the picture itself is made up of two different pictures in... Oh, what do you call that? Not windows? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. They're, they're lines of picture. And there's also a fuzzy um, bit of kind of tempered plastic. So if this is what I think it is, I think you move that piece of cardboard across the the corrugations and it will make it look like the picture is moving because I've got some Halloween ones of these (laughs) Um, that yeah depending which angle you look at the picture it um, it looks like the picture's moving Mm. so what have you got there Max Um, it so it's long and green Oh, is it like a lizard, maybe, or a grasshopper, or...? Yeah, it's a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. And um, the background, it's, like, got stripes of green, blue, and orange. Yep. So, when you move the little thing across... Yep. Um, it changes colour. 
Ah, like a chameleon sort of. Yeah. And so the outside, those orange bits we were talking about, they're kind of like um, uh, almost handles to hold it steady so that you can move the the piece of the picture through to get the, the moving picture. That's pretty cool. And it's shaped like a little lizard. It's yeah. got a tail and two two legs. Yeah. Kind of face upside. That's probably one of the most um, intricate Kinder Surprises we've had in ages. Is there a different picture on the other side? Uh, yeah. So what's that one? Another lizard? Um, Grasshopper-y thing? That's a lizard. That's a grasshopper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Max just moves the the plastic piece over the top of the picture and it makes the picture change. Uh-huh. That's really cool and clever. Nice work, Kinder Surprise. You've redeemed yourself after all those natoons that we had. <laughs> or catoons. I don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it for Afternoon Delight this week. Thanks again for tuning in. And it's the final in our Pink Up Colac series. Um, so a big thank you to those people who've been supporting Pink Up Colac in their McGrath Foundation fundraising. Uh-huh. Um, so if you haven't already, please make sure that you book in your team for the Pink Up Trivia that's happening on OCRFM next Friday night. Um, or they've got um, raffles and stuff like that on the Pink Up Colac Facebook page that you can still make donations and uh, show your support for the uh, the breast care nurses. But uh, for now, we'll say good afternoon and we'll catch you next week for more sugary goodness. As always, if you want to get in contact with the show, give some feedback or suggest some stuff, head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, that's where you'll find all our polls and questions that you can uh, comment on or make suggestions for future editions of the show. If you've got a favourite sweet treat you'd like us to feature, just send a message via the Afternoon Delight Facebook page or you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day. Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight